Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, how you living? I'm living large. That's the only thing you say. I'm living large. Doug Gottlieb Show coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. So I power buying should be. Uh, fast free shipping, free road has protection, over 10,000 recommended sellers, Tyrac.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Welcome in. It is weird to not have football games to talk about, right? Kind of weird. Right? Kind of. Weird in a good way. Kind of sucks, actually. Okay. All right, well, no, go ahead, Jay Stu, in a good way, and then in a second, Chris Perfetti. No, no, we kind sucks. of talked about this yesterday. Um, Chris wasn't here, but, we, you know, there is a there is a bit of a release, a relief. When you work in the business like we do, Pause. NFL is takes up so much of our, our space, our mind space, that, like, I like the vacation from it. And so, in a good way, it does feel weird. Uh, but Chris, he, he can't get enough of it. Well, I think part of it is that I don't, <clears throat> I'm not one of the ones who usually is getting a break after this. My, my break was basically like toning down some coverage a little bit. But as a fan of football, as someone who grew up with it across my life, it genuinely sucks that more of the year is spent in the off season than it is in season like other sports. I genuinely enjoy football, and I miss it dearly as soon as it goes away. Like, there's a bit of time where it's like, great, I've got a week after the Super Bowl, I feel good, and then I start craving it again. Hmm. Uh, Monsi, where are you on the first weekend without any sort of football? You know, I'm weird. I start getting sad, like... Like the divisional round. Oh my God, football's almost over. So I get sad before it actually is over. And now I feel like Jason. Like it's like, oh, we get a little break now. Because it is so intense during football season. But I, I go through the sadness a little earlier. You know what the late great Bino Cook used to say, right? Uh, Jace, too, do you guys know this line? 
Bino Cooks used to say, what do you, what do you say? Uh, I used, I, Bino Cook would talk like this, right? Uh, Johnny Lujet, right? He'd come on. Bino Cook, amazing life story going from like being an SID at Pittsburgh to being like the voice of historian at ESPN for a long time. He used to say the four worst words in the English language are pitchers and catchers report. <laughs> That's so rude. That's so rude. Uh, but funny. Uh, and real. And and yeah, yeah. But it is like a, a little bit of a vacation. I like that Jason said that because it is it is just so wild during the football season. Yeah. Um, In a good way. But it feels, you know. I just get, I just, there's there's a malaise that falls over me. Like Hunter S. Thompson used to go through these same things. As soon as the football season was over, it would just hit like a, a, a stack of bricks. College football's regular season is so much more enjoyable, I think, than the NFL regular season. The NFL's playoffs and Super Bowl are so much better than college football's. And I and I know we're going to a college football playoff. I'm telling you, it's still not going to be the same. I don't. Uh, there's uh, first the level of play is just not as good in college, right? That gets exposed, and the more we see it in standalone games, the more we're like, wow, that's not really that good of football. Like, yeah, no doubt, that's why they're in college, not in the pros. Um, but like Hunter S. Thompson, obviously huge college football guy in terms of college football writer. And like, that's a completely different experience because a college football game, if you go to, is an, it's truly an experience. And the NFL has kind of stolen some of that. And there's some great tailgate and things like that. But you don't have a college campus. You don't have students. You know, tailgating's always in a parking lot. It's not like on campus. It's very different. Very different. I'm also going to tell you that, like, I don't think everybody understands What's happening in college athletics? We are making it professional, minor league professional athletics. And you're like, yeah, good for the catch. Which is fine. It's, it's great. We're creating a completely unsustainable, unsustainable business. Um, and it's not football's fault per se. It's because Title IX, college athletics, you're going to have to support um, Olympic sports, non-revenue generating sports, if you will. But the other element to it is you're also creating this kind of facade of what somebody's actual value is. They get out of college, get in the real world, and like, oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making 60 grand. I made 200 grand playing football. Like, yeah, guess what? Real world? Yes, you are. Um, but I look at the Steve Wilkes thing, and, you know, you have people go like, that's not fair. Like, that's professional football. And it's always been professional for the coaches. It hasn't been for the kids. Don't get me wrong, players get run off. Right? About over a decade ago, we put in protections for that where you get a college, a four-year scholarship. But again, like if you want it to be professional big boy football, go for it. That means not only do they hire you, they fire you as well. And Wilkes is the best example of it. I don't know. Steve Wilkes being fired to me is the is the perfect example of two different things. One is, hey, this is big boy football. Really how coaches deals are how player deals should work too. You know, maybe it's multi-year, but it's really one year. And then if you ain't got it, they get rid of you. The other part to it is, uh, while you have people scratching their heads about it, it is literally impossible to make it about anything other than football. Yes, Steve Wilkes is black. That is true. This is the second high-profile job he's only had for one year. 
The first being the Arizona Cardinals head coaching job. He had for a year. He lost it. Then he went back, worked his way back up, got the defensive coordinator job. But the reason that you can't do the R word is because the two guys that preceded him were Robert Sala and D'Amico Ryans. I think the the Steve Wilkes thing is simply about uh, why one of the things that we deny about sports and we deny about is or denying about business, which is you work with people you know, people who know how you do what you do. You're almost better off hiring somebody who's not as good and not as talented, but fits. The defense they ran in San Francisco is not the defense that Steve Brooks has run throughout his life, his career. And the easiest explanation for what that's like is go stay at a friend's house over the weekend. And it doesn't matter how good the directions are. It doesn't matter how good your universal remote is. It is so weird to be in somebody else's house watching somebody else's TV. Isn't it? I just, I, watching somebody else's TV, trying to change channels, trying to get multiple, you know, you go to YouTube and what's the, when you can watch four different screens at once there, Jace 2 what's that called? YouTube TV, um, quad box. Quad box, yeah. You can have even the same cable company or like if you used to be a direct TV guy and you go to somebody, they got direct TV, like, ooh, I know the numbers. Doesn't matter. It still doesn't feel right watching somebody else's TV. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's the weird thing about the v- uh, the Verbo deal. Right? You guys ever Verbo a place when you go on the road? So I'll just stay at somebody else's. It's like staying at somebody else's house. Then you're like, they got all these instructions. They've done it before. It's like, ah, I have no idea. It's not my TV. So is that is this different than Airbnb? What Verbo and Airbnb, same thing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good you question. guys didn't know that? No. I just thought you'd use, if, if there is a generic term, I thought Airbnb was it. It's, it you threw us off with Verbo. They have I thought the it was a car. TV. Vacation, <laughs> rental, what's the? Boats. B-R-B-O. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe Boathouse. I don't... You guys haven't heard, really haven't heard Verbo? I've seen the commercials. I didn't realize that yeah. Verbo stood for something, though. You, you are breaking news to me on this front. Really? Yes. I feel really cool and hip. Yeah, I thought you were talking about a car or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> it does sound like a I German the, or the, the Italian the car yeah. or something. I drive a Verbo to work. It goes really fast. You drive a Verbo. Sounds the Autobahn. Uh, I tried an Airbnb, but it was slow. I go Verbo, it goes fast. It's the same thing. <laughs> Verbal Airbnb, two companies, same thing. Vacation rental. What is the BO? I don't, <laughs> Somebody look up what VRBO means. I'm taking that out of context about the BO. Airbnb. Uh, here comes the big Mike. He's like, well, I stayed at a beer, Verbo. Verb. I drove a Verbo one time. I drove it from from Oakland. I went to a dead concert, and then I drove to Sacramento. What's Verbo mean? I got it. What? Vacation rentals by owner. There you go. Verbo. Big Mike also dropped in to let us know that the car version of this is called Turo. Well, yes, thank you. That's true. Do you know what Turo is? No. You can go rent somebody, like you can rent your car out. Oh. Yeah. My oh, brother no. did that. I. Yeah, and it's like it's like uh it's uh like what they do when, when you put your house for sale where you have like a lockbox, you got like a lockbox in your car, you leave your car and they, they you rent your own car. I mean, if I had a spare car, I would do that. 
I feel like, like I'd be more sister. comfortable renting out my house than my car. Ooh. That's oh, right. no doubt. Question. No really? doubt. No doubt. Really? I, this brand new Crosstrek I have, I am terrified if I gave it out to someone else, they are going to smash it to, like, more likely that someone gets in a car accident than for someone to just completely tear up the house. Uh, Okay. I mean, but you're you're not gonna you're not gonna Turo a brand new car just like you wouldn't Verbo a brand new house, right? Unless it was for I would also probably need a spare car. Is the other thing right? That's if you have a spare car or if you're on vacation and you want to like make a little money. Like, look, while you're while you're gone, like say I'm gonna be gone, I'm gonna go travel to Europe for a month. You can Verbo or Airbnb your house, and you can Turo your car. Wow, right? I'll rent out my kids. You guys want kids? You guys no like, hard try pass. It. Like you want to know what it's like to have my some of my kids are my kids are cool. What? Just, I, I've seen how other people drive <laughs> on the freeways ha- around here. Do they I don't have trust a, them with my do car. they ha- do they have? I wonder if they have a company that rents out children. Like hmm, we want to see if we can be good parents. Here, here's three kids for the weekend. See if they survive. It's called churro. It's children churro. rent by owner. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I had yeah. a uh, I had a foot long churro the other day. They're amazing. I forget where. Maybe Subway. Does anyone oh, not yeah, like? They, they, yeah, they do the foot long churros now. Have yeah. you ever had real churros, like street made? Yeah. Where they, yes. 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 Chase, do have you? No, I think uh, I'm too it's, white. It's an amazing experience. I'll tell you Sell what. Sell them now in the pure I'll tell Santa my, Monica. No, my. Uh, no, you go like a. I, a I know what that's talking plays, about. Yeah, yeah. A kid who plays for me, his dad. They run one of the best, oldest family-owned taco stands in South Central. And then there's like a churro stand right next to it. And I'm telling, like, we got to go there on a Saturday night. Just meet up, have some tacos. Delicious. Have some tacos, a churro, and then honestly, like a Mexican soda. Seriously. Now, my, it's like pre diabetes, the Mexican soda with the real sugar (laughs) stuff. Jaritos? Huh? Jaritos? Jaritos is really good. So good. Yes. Yes. But there's also like a Mexican Coke. That's what, yeah, right. Well, Mexican like, Coke, but I was I meant yeah. more. You mean jaritos in the uh, in the glass? Yes. Okay, I have a question, Monsi. Yes. This is a real question. Okay. Okay. So when I pronounce Hispanic words, when I pronounce Spanish words, Spanglish words, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Is it wrong? I, this is just uh, you're. I'm I'm allowing you to parachute into an older discussion I had with some friends. Like when I say Los Doyers, uh-huh. Los Doyers, right? Yeah. Um. And I do kind of do the fake cholo thing, right? When I'm doing the low, is that offensive in any way? I no. Okay, well I just didn't know. In any way, no. Right, because I I Los think Doyers. if you do the gringo pronunciation, you're like Los Doyers. <laughs> so I I can't wait to see Los Doyers play. Doyers. Right. Or am I not allowed to say it. like, look, you're white? You go like the Dodgers. No. Uh, said like Ben Scully, the Dodgers. So if I I can go Los Doyers, Los Doyers, because that's okay. Fair enough. I don't find Where it. were we? Oh, we were talking about things to do when there's not football? Yeah, or this like, is it. yeah. This is basically it. This is basically it. Like, get your life back. I mean, obviously, like, look, I, I, I co- cover college basketball. I catch you guys up on it. It's fun. It's interesting. And the timing's perfect now. Like, as much as I've covered it, and people who are super in on college basketball are like, dude, the season's a lot longer than one month. Like, okay. But most people just don't have that much um, bandwidth. Right, you're like, dude. I got college football. I got NFL. Then I got college basketball. Then I got the Masters. Then I got NFL. Then I got the, the NBA. Right, and a little NFL draft. Like that's how your brain kind of works and processes. And then if you're a baseball guy, you're like, dude, I want to see what the baseball teams look like. You know, pay attention a little bit. And then once everything else finishes with basketball, then I move to baseball. 
then I moved to baseball. So, I can I, I, I it's my show, so I do have the. I'm actually my one of my daughters asked me to take her to Greece for uh, her graduation. Well, I thought I thought you meant to play Greece. No, I do. We do. We do like to play Greece. Greece is a great play. One of the all. I love that movie too. Like I'm man enough to go. Like I know all the words, all the songs. Uh, by the way, badass um, Olivia Newton-John, rest in peace. At the end of the movie, hot. Right in the in the like uh, dark like the black oh, she's leather. All black like leather. Little, yeah, and she the had hair. The cigarette the, she puts out. Yeah. 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 It's Definitely. Like, yeah. She took her glasses off, let her hair down, yeah. type of thing. Anyway. I know there's some beautiful islands in Greece. There's an incredible place. I've been, I've been to Greece before. I haven't ever been on vacation. I'm just, here's the advice I'm kind of looking for. Like, what's the right length to take? Because I'd like to take multiple kids, whatever, with me. Like, what's the right length of time? <sighs> so Seven I think, to ten days? Yeah, that's a good one. I was going to say the longest I think I my dad took me on a vacation was when he took me to the 2000 Olympics in Australia and we stayed about a week. Damn. The hell of a hell of a trip. Yeah. yeah. It was the second so I was he took me when I was about 10 years old to Atlanta and then we got to go again so for I, 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 I'll, yeah. here's my thinking on it, right? Here's my thinking. My one daughter is she's in public high school. She's already been accepted to college, right? I mean, it was like that was the that was the argument we had I had with mom the other night with taking her to the Tool concert, which is oh she's gonna be tired. Then she's going on a trip at the end of the week. I was like, dude, she's already in college. She's getting close to straight A's. Like, it's her senior year. It's one day. Who cares? Anyway, like they're both accepted into college, right? So if I I'm thinking if I go in May, I I've kind of found the cure to cancer, if you will. I've 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 done because not everybody will be traveling then, so it'll be way better. Whereas if you wait for July, it's hot, it's gross, smoggy in parts of Greece, and everybody's traveling. Yes, good idea, bad I idea. I think that's a great idea. Sound, that sounds about right. All right, I think I don't know if we solved all your problems. Watch college basketball. I'll inform you. You can win a bunch of money. We'll get you ready for the NFL draft. We will cover baseball more than most national shows because. I don't know. They, they like baseball. I, I like baseball, but I'm not just going to sit here and tell you that, you know, it's become less and less important early in the season um, in my in my career covering uh, sports. Fair. I just we cover what more people like. And that it, Chris, what you said is incredibly true, e- even though I know that it doesn't have the impact for the most part, hasn't had the impact in actual Super Bowls. Obviously, Tom Brady is the exception to that. There's been some other exceptions. The fact is that NFL's offseason and free agent movement and people forcing trades ha- is a is a lot like what used to be the hot stove league in baseball, not as much, not discussed as much, and the NBA offseason, which is all about the drama, all about the movement. Correct? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Olive Show, Fox Sports Radio. The song weren't known more for TikTok than anything else, right? Good jam, though. Yep. Good jam. Shortly after the show, the podcast will be going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you download your podcast. Just uh, make sure you follow, rate, review, subscribe. Again, Doug Gottlieb wherever you download podcasts, and you'll see today's show, plus our one-hour podcast only. Just type in Doug Gottlieb. Oh... Mm. Hey, Thursday. Already a Thursday. You know, it's interesting. Um, part of what we miss with the NFL is the games help you get your balance for what day of the week it is. Right? Like Monday, we have Monday Night Football. Tuesday, we usually react to like some Monday Night Football. Uh, and then, you know, you got press conferences. Thursdays, Thursday Night Football. Then Friday, you're getting ready for games. I had an English teacher in high school who tried to teach us causality by saying, oh, he was doing this theoretic. He's like, oh, it's it's Wednesday. We must be in Berlin. That phrase always stuck with me. But you're right. With the NFL, that's true because, oh, there's a football game on tonight. It must be a Thursday. Yep. 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 Hmm. I'm still, I'm, I'm a little stunned by this. I'm not stunned by it, but... Um, the LeBron James potentially being traded and when that news got out and how it got out, all fascinating to me. Let's welcome in Mark Medina. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. And Mark, what's interesting about um, Adrian Wojnarowski sharing that story that the Lakers and Warriors, at least for a sh- short portion of time, engaged in the, hey, would uh, you want to send LeBron to, to Golden State? Let's They, they want to play together for Steve Kerr. Uh, what are your thoughts on the timing of when that got out? Um, I don't have any thoughts in particular on the timing, only because, you know, out of respect for Woj, this is what he does. But what what really intrigued me about this story is that it was very, 
very quick from both Lakers ownership and LeBron James that he wasn't interested. I also think it's interesting that while this is all fluid, everything's subject to change, the current state of mind right now is that he intends to sign a new deal with the Lakers when he can exercise his player option this summer. Now, that's all fluid, but I think the bigger part is just the initial short term that as much as LeBron James has been about keeping his options open and putting pressure on the front office, that he felt he's better off just staying put where he is. Well, I, I, I also think, though, that if we look further, and you tell me if this is fair, I think it's fair to say whatever Darvin Ham's future is, is going to be decided by LeBron James. You know, whatever all the other moves, because, like, look, if the story is that they're going to consider uh, drafting Bronny to keep LeBron happy, well, why wouldn't they consider, you know, whoever they hire and fire as coach is going to be to keep LeBron happy as well, no? Yes. I think the, th- the key word here is fluidity, because as of now, uh, ever since, you know, word got out that the Lakers locker room was feeling frustrated with Darvin Ham, the unequivocal message from the front office is that they completely support him through the ups and downs. Now, that can be fluid. As far as the feeling about would the Lakers draft Bronny, that could be fluid, too. Um, I think the thing about that's, that's interesting about LeBron James and what he does with the player option is that, no doubt, he's keeping his options open, but there's so many variables that LeBron wants to have clarity on to then proceed what he does. How the Lakers play, how himself plays. Is he uh, is he still going to be able to delay father time, or is he going to start feeling that even more than he has in these past few seasons? Is Bron even good enough to declare himself eligible uh, for the NBA draft? And also, does LeBron and Bronny feel that, you know what, let's have a partnership. He, you know, really uh, laid that message strong, uh, I believe, last season or two seasons ago that he wanted to play with Bronny because of the whole father-son connection. But he has walked it back a little bit, I think, just to not not to be helicopter parent and also, you know, just out of respect for Bronny that he's coming off, uh, you know, a pretty scary summer with the cardiac arrest. He's had minutes restrictions. We don't know what, you know, his projection can ultimately be, and maybe he decides to stay another year. So there's just so many moving pieces that it makes sense that LeBron's going to keep the player option open because by this summer there might not be clarity to every single one of those decisions, but at least there'll be somewhat more clarity than it is now because it just feels like uh, we're operating in, in an entirely gray world with the Lakers and LeBron these days. I, I agree. It's a, it's a, it's it's a weird one. Um, what is the reality in terms of their competitiveness? You know, I mean, I the Clippers appear to be the best team in the West, right? I think the Nuggets aren't. The bench isn't what it used to be, but the Nuggets in the playoffs will be a very. They've done it, so you'd say the Nuggets are probably the favorite. The Clippers might be the better team. Where do the Lakers fall in underneath the, that umbrella of those two teams? Yeah, I think that uh, on paper the Lakers' ceiling is the second round, and that's assuming that LeBron and AD don't have any major injuries so far. They haven't had that this season, but we're always in wait and see mode there. I think that you know it would be foolish for the Lakers to think that they're ever going to get get 
Gabe Vincent back because he's only played five games. He had surgery, but there is a better. They, they wouldn't have. By, by the way, they, they wouldn't have signed Spencer Dinwiddie if they thought they were getting Gabe Vincent back. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's uh, trying to plug in the holes there, but I think that there's a pathway that Jared Vanderbilt's going to be more consistently healthy, and I think he was the key part here because uh, you know he really helped bolster the team's defense in addition to Anthony Davis playing well. So I think they're they're on the up and up as far as not being as bad in the first half of the season, but again, it's not saying too much. I think on paper, it's second round at best. Now, how this plays out in the real world, there could be a pathway that they get to even further than that. West Finals, maybe even NBA Finals, if some of the teams like the Clippers and the Suns and um, yeah, those two teams in particular and the Nuggets, because they're coming off the championship season, that the injury bug bites them at the most inopportune moment. But it's going to require a lot of external circumstances to go in their favor and a lot of internal circumstances to go in their favor. That just seems unrealistic. But at least they'll be better than the first half of the season. They can at least make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, let's uh, let, let's skip around the league just a little bit. Let's go to the Warriors where um, they had it felt like they'd started to get right. Uh, have a big win two nights ago or a couple two games ago, lose last night. Um, and but now Clay Thompson not in the finishing group. What's the status of the of the Golden State Warriors now as as we hit to the Ides of February? Yeah, they're a weird team to look at because uh, when you look at yesterday's game and just the ups and downs, that really fits what Steph Curry talked about, that they're an average team. Like, when you're an average team that's barely above or below 500 all season, this is just what the whole season is about, a lot of ups and downs. But they had won eight of their previous 11 games before that. They had a five-game winning streak. It seemed like there was a pathway for Draymond Green to do all the good things as far as the defensive intensity and you still ride the emotions well without, you know, punching someone or putting someone in a chokehold. Um, so where they're at, though, I, I think their ceiling, again, is similar to the Lakers. That could be second round, nothing more, nothing less. But I think similar to what the Lakers were deciding in the trade deadline, that while, you know, the Warriors certainly try to see what – uh, what it would take to get LeBron James. It didn't get anything more than that. I think philosophically they just decided they don't have enough you know, real assets to make game-changing moves that we're better off from a pragmatic one to just keep what we have within and hope that Draymond's return leads to better play. Gary Payton the second coming back leads to better play. And, you know, Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins get out of their slumps. Now, that's a lot of ass for it to happen in one season, but I think it was enough comfort level to say let's table all these big picture potentially difficult decisions for the summer because we're not going to be able to solve this before the trade deadline anyway so what's the point so uh yeah a little bit of a kicking the can down the road but also came through you know understandable uh circumstances um okay Joel Embiid I'm guessing based upon how the 76ers um are reacting um that they expect him to be back for the playoffs in, in terms of the, the moves they're making. Is that a fair assumption? A very fair assumption. They they made the moves uh, expecting he's coming back, but they also made moves knowing, hey, we have to at least hold ground here before he comes back so that we're not completely lost in the Eastern Conference landscape. 
Okay, so help me out. Um, what happened with Drew Eubanks and Isaiah Stewart? Isaiah Stewart, for people who don't know, was arrested for battery. They got into a fight in the parking lot before the game. Yeah, well, they they got there was an altercation in the in the locker room hallway ahead of time, and there's still information gathering to be sifted here. But you know, it was initially security as officials that it was completely unprovoked, and you know, obviously it didn't happen in the game, and so that's why you know police actually got involved. And Isaiah Stewart, he's had a, a, a history with uh, laying the emotions get the best of him, but in this case, like it was. It wasn't even on the court here. Now, Monty Williams took exception to the Suns' rationale that it was completely unprovoked. But look, it, it, the reality is the police at least determined that, you know, we're going to react accordingly to uh, evaluating this kind of behavior the same way with civilians, right? It doesn't matter if someone said something or did something. If you assault someone, you assault some someone. So it's not completely resolved enough that, yeah, he got arrested for it. Hmm. That's cr- uh, that's nuts. Now, uh, just it, the, the whole, I mean, everybody's always said, like, meet me in the parking lot after the game, whatever, <laughs> right? But that doesn't, doesn't ever happen. Now it does happen. Now it does happen. Mark, what, what was your what was your elementary school? Uh, elementary school, yeah. Indian Rock Elementary in York, Pennsylvania. Okay, where did everybody meet to fight after the school? Like, you're in fifth grade, you get into it with a kid in the playground, where would they say, dude, after school, bike racks? Yeah, I guess it would be, yeah, in, in the, uh, at the... Yeah, the pl- I mean, thankfully, I never got one of those. But it was, I guess, the playground in the backyard. But I, 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 I watch, <laughs> Jay Stu. Did you guys have a place, Brea? Uh, Brea. Fanning, Fanning Elementary and yeah. Brea yeah. was on a hill. Uh-huh. So uh, meet me at the bottom of the ramp. That's what that was. Bottom I went of the to, ramp. I went to fighting. two elementary schools: Jordan Elementary, K through thir- third grade, and that was the ditch. Okay, they're used to behind the. There's a big yard in orange. Uh, unified school districts, and then there's a fence, and then there's like it was called a ditch. It's now made into a park, and used to meet out there, and and that's where guys would fight. And then I think everything went down at Lavita Elementary behind the kindergarten room. It was also ironically where you would meet to kiss a girl was behind the kindergarten. Room. <laughs> so you could have both these things happening at the same time. Well, don't talk. I have a follow-up here. I mean, how did the play-by-play? How many fights did he win here? Uh, I only lost one fight in elementary school, and it was to a friend of mine, and she was a girl. And she was at least a foot taller than me because girls grew before boys, and I was a late. I was very, very late to grow, and she kicked my ass. So, But I don't <laughs> think she kicked my ass behind the kindergarten room. I remember that fight being out in the, in the yard at La Vida. Because uh, I was very likely mouthing and probably deserved a good ass whooping, but other than that, I I was I was good. I I was little, so I'd get low and I would fight dirty. That's really how how it worked. Mark Medina, he's our Fox Sports Radio in, insider and our elementary school playground fight specialist. Mark, you're the best. Thanks for joining us. Doug, you're the best, too. Wish I had some more entertaining playground fights, but I didn't want to embellish her. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. A reminder, Doug Gottlieb Show podcast, there's an hour podcast-only version. Just type in Doug Gottlieb every download podcast, plus you get the whole show if you missed any of this radio brilliance. Let's get to Monty Bolaños for the press. The press. MB, what do you got? All right, let's talk about Caitlin Clark and Iowa's basketball team. Today, she is likely to break the NCAA record, scoring record set by Kelsey Plum of 3,527 points. She is eight points away, Doug. On Sunday, Iowa played Nebraska. They were up by 14 points going into the fourth quarter, and they held her scoreless. Then Iowa loses. Yep. In desperation, you know, and it wasn't that they played defense and she wasn't making her shots. She just stopped shooting. So a lot of people were like, is she waiting to do this at home? Well, this game that's today, I believe it's at 8 p.m. Eastern time, if not 7.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. It's on Peacock, Doug. I'm so upset. It's not a nationally televised game. What are we doing? What are you talking about? It's on Peacock's a streaming service. It is a streaming service, but not anybody could watch it. Yeah, you just download the Peacock app. No, I have to pay for it. Okay, so pay for it or don't get it. What's, what's but that's what I'm saying. It should be. It should just be something easily accessible. Why? Because it's a big moment and she's kicking butt all season. Sunday's game was nationally televised against Nebraska. No, no, I, I, I got it. Again, this all comes down to TV contracts. And what NBC's trying to do is 
make you download the Peacock app. And the best way to make you download an app is to get, put content on the app only. You can't get anywhere else. I don't like this for women's college basketball. Oh, okay. Well, you don't like it for women's college basketball. Yeah, because okay. we What do you mean use, you don't like it for women's college because basketball? Because do this for something that already has a bunch you know what, of attention. Huh? Women's college basketball does not have as much of, a t- uh, of attention as All right, as I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because you made me do it. Okay, here's the deal, Monsi. What? I'm going to do it. Do it. Okay? Not enough people care about women's college basketball That's traditionally. That's my point. So they're not going to get the money because people aren't going to pay the money. What are you talking about? Because you're talking about Peacock. Like, I want to watch this game, but I'm not going to give Peacock money. Okay, and so wanna, then you don't actually want to watch it. I'm it's not just how bad you want to watch it for one game, just like I didn't pay for the Chiefs game that one time either. Okay, so it wasn't just one game; it's for the Chiefs game. It's for all the the all the Olympic stuff. You want to watch the Olympics this summer? No, I don't. Do really, you want to watch the Olympics? No, not no really. you don't. Not really. Okay, no. so when the Olympics come up and someone's on Peacock, and I'll be like, "Oh, I thought you didn't want to get Peacock." Like, well, I don't want to get Peacock, and I'm not going to. Listen, you're paying for everything. No. Let me just explain to you. What channel was it on? It was on Fox, right? It was on Big Fox. You're yeah. still paying for it, right? Do you have cable at home? Yeah. Okay, you pay for it. Well, now now you're making it. Obviously, obviously I'm paying for it, but when like, it's all like, of these like, different Stop making it about women's, like, all, women's, like, how many different things can we do to make make it seem like women's basketball is way more popular than it is? It's not that. It's we're just trying not to, that popular. But it okay, is. If it was, no, it's not. It popular. No, it's not. Yes, it no, is. Stop it. Have okay. you not seen the lines of people to go watch Caitlin Clark? Yes. Okay. okay. But again, you're taking a small say. If it was that popular, they just did a TV deal with ESPN. It's $60 million a year for all of the Olympic sports and women's basketball. $60 million. How much is the men's tournament? I don't know. Per year? $770 million. And that's a five-year-old deal. It's probably worth a billion dollars a year. Okay? Again, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just telling you there's data out there that says she is an outlier. She is a thing. Okay. She is Jeremy Lin, right? She is popular for a short period of time and it's awesome. I have zero negative things to say about Caitlin Clark. I love the way they play. I love that she passes. She's great. But stop with the, oh my God, it's so super popular. If it was popular, it would have been valued higher than $60 million a year when the men's tournament is valued at $770 million per year. That's the reality of it. You are worth what someone's willing to pay. And all of these TV companies, which claim to be so all in on women's basketball, they all could have bid on it, and they took the highest bid, which was $60 million a year. That's the reality. Nobody wants to hear reality in women's sports. Nobody wants to hear it. Okay? The reason the women in the World Cup make less than the men is because nobody actually gives a damn about women's soccer, except occasionally when Team USA is on, but the scale is very, very different. That's why it's valued less. That's why the TV rights are worth less, because people don't care in percentage to what they care about the men. I can't make it up. It's what it is. Right, but things change, and it takes time to change. And even if it happens slowly, it's still happening. Even everything this you said is, is not correct. the first time. This has happened a lot. This is you're 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 beginning to sound like soccer fan. Soccer fan is forever the sport of the future. My entire life, it's been the sport of the future. Women's hey. basketball also sport of the future. Doug Gottlieb show Fox Sports Radio. Check out the podcast. Download it wherever you want. It's Doug Gottlieb show Fox Sports Radio. Hey hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride 
the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.